Hello, it is me, Shasta Kearns-Moore, coming to you live from inside my closet. It's a new year, and in 2022, I plan to bring you even better stories, news, and insights on medical motherhood. Not surprisingly, many of my readers are very busy people, so I have been working on a podcast version of our Sunday newsletter. I am so very grateful to friends from Two Squared Media Productions for hooking me up with some sweet equipment that you're hearing me on right now. I am also really grateful to my brother, the fabulous Thaddeus Moore of Liquid Mastering, for scraping off some of his extraordinarily deep sound production knowledge for me to consume. I am a print journalist by trade, so this is a very new medium for me. I hope you enjoy it and that we can learn and grow together as medical motherhood continues. All right, on with the show. This is Medical Motherhood for January 2nd, 2022. A Dream Home for an Accessible Life. The Oregonian, Oregon Live, published my story on a 5,000-square-foot toileton home built from the ground up for an eight-year-old with cerebral palsy. Every building moving forward that's built should feature accessibility for all. Courtney Lackey. Listeners, I have something truly special for you this week. When I started Medical Motherhood, I knew there would be so many fascinating, heart-wrenching, and heartwarming stories about raising disabled children that simply weren't being told. I needed a niche publication to tell these stories, but I also wanted to partner with traditional media outlets to get more of these stories out into the mainstream. And if you are one of my new subscribers from the Oregonian, welcome. Last week, uh, yesterday in print and last Monday online, the Oregonian Oregon Live Home section published Uh, my piece and sidebar on a remarkable home built from the ground up to be fully accessible and last a lifetime. I am so grateful to the owners, Courtney and Brad Lackey, for letting me tell the story of the build for their eight-year-old son, Reed, and for inviting readers to see their home virtually. I cried so many times writing this piece. I know I'm a big sap, but it was really so emotional. Uh, Some of them are sad tears, but most of them are happy tears. The idea of a home designed fully around a child with different abilities is so basic, yet so revolutionary. I wish every family could experience this. And I know the Lackeys do too. My hope was that by getting the story out there, it will inspire home builders to incorporate more of these concepts in their own designs. Universal design is gaining steam, but not fast enough. I appreciated how Sarah Voss, the designer at True Life Design Co., was able to articulate how important it was for everyone in the home building industry to treat accessibility as a standard rather than an extra that each family has to navigate at their own time and expense. Obviously, here at Medical Motherhood, we are focused on the needs of young families and disabled children, But disability issues touch every facet of life and every age group. With the baby boomer generation aging into health problems and millions surviving COVID-19 with debilitating effects, the need for accessible housing is only going to increase. The more our society plans and designs for these needs, the better. And, not incidentally, the less needy those needs become. (laughs) 
When you think about it, that term special needs only really applies when we exclude certain people's needs from design considerations. Some people say that, in fact, the word disabled shouldn't apply to people at all, but to their environments. I encourage you to click through on the website to see all the beautiful pictures of this home and read the full story. But without further ado, here is a preview of my favorite part. Though at times the project felt in jeopardy, the lackeys credited the kindness and compassion of their team members in seeing it through to the end. Quote, along the way, there were a lot of things that dominoed as the people who were working with us shared the project and what it meant to them, Courtney said. It was such a blessing to experience and to have other people experience. Courtney said she thinks all homes should be designed with accessibility in mind, as disability is the only minority that you can join at any time, she said, paraphrasing a joke from comedian Josh Blue. The reality is that having something that's accessible and usable to anyone is really important, she said. Every building moving forward that's built should feature accessibility for all. Voss, whose signature is making accessibility functional and fashionable, agrees. She argues that all houses should have wide hallways, doorways, and countertop heights that are compliant with the Americans with Disability Act specifications. As the population ages and wants to stay in their homes, Voss sees universal design becoming more popular. I want to see the industry change, she said. I want to see it working for our clients instead of working against us. Courtney said for her family, all the hard work and thought has finally paid off. These days she can watch all three of her kids play tag through the house and feel less guilt. He's way happier, she said. Medical Motherhood's News Roundup for this week, January 2nd. From WRAL in North Carolina, state overhauls appeal system for parents of disabled students. Asked whether he felt state hearing review officers were biased towards school systems, attorney Jeremy Adams said that might be a record understatement. You would have a kid who has a good case, but you can't get any resolution for years because they've got all these roadblocks in place to slow parents and kids down from getting help, Adams said. From Montana.gov, DPHHS announces $3.7 million investment to help Montanans with significant medical needs. Montanans who will benefit are part of the state's medically needy program. The program allows for coverage for the aged, blind, disabled, pregnant women, and children whose income exceeds the income limits of Medicaid but have significant medical expenses. DPHHS Director Adam Meyer explains that today's announcement will increase the income eligibility by $169 per month from $100 to $269 for individuals who qualify for the program. From the Louisiana Department of Health, Louisiana Department of Health receives Medicaid approval to launch TEFRA, This is also found under news articles like Newsweek's Louisiana Allowing Medicaid Coverage for More Disabled Children Despite Parents' Income. But they all look like rewrites of this original press release to me, and I would rather give you the original source. 
Ashley McReynolds, parent and program director for the ARC of Louisiana, said, Good health insurance often only covers a small portion of what just children with disabilities need. Working families are in a terrible situation as a result of this. Families are unable to resign from their jobs in order to receive assistance. Without jobs, they are unable to assist their children. TEFRA will be a huge help to families dealing with the high costs of raising a child with a disability. Medical Motherhood is a weekly newsletter dedicated to the experience of raising disabled children. Get it delivered to your inbox each Sunday morning or give a gift subscription. Subscriptions are free with optional tiers of support. Thank you. Follow Medical Motherhood on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit Medical Motherhood Merchandise Store to get a t-shirt or mug proclaiming your status as a medical mama or medical papa. That's a wrap for this week's recording. Stay tuned as I learn the ropes and create even better stuff to stick in your ears. Until next time.